Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to our 16th episode. Wow, 16. That's crazy. Of Luggage, Love, and Loot. I'm Markeisha. And I'm Bree. We're missing Soleil. Yeah. She can't be with us today. Um, but we're sending her lots of love. Yeah, she's here in spirit. And hugs. And sister circle love. And hugs. <laughs> Tons of love and hugs. Um, we're super excited. I can't believe we're on our 16th episode. That's like so bananas to me right now. I know. It was all a dream. Right? I used to read Word of Magazine. So different. Heavy deep in the limousine. And now we're here. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> you know what? You're about to be a DJ. Let me find out you mixing it on a Friday night mix. Oh, yeah. that was so funny. Yeah. So I, It is because we started like sitting at the Cheesecake Factory enjoying happy hour. And now we're yeah. at our 16th podcast. And we were supposed to be a blog. We were, yeah. And you, and, and then, you yeah, I tried to convert you all. I suggest that we start a podcast. I'm, I'm so glad you did. I love podcasts. It's just such a good way to um, multitask and be able to listen to things while you're doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think it's just everybody's starting podcasts now. I, I know there are so many. I had no idea that podcasts were this popular, <laughs> girl. And you know, with me doing our social media, it's like every day I'm like following new podcasts. Yep. Um, and there's so many black podcasts. Yeah. And there's a whole network. So many podcasts in Pittsburgh. It's like, yeah, it's, it's really, really growing. And I, it's, that's exciting because it's like, I feel like there's space for everyone because everybody yes, is yeah. doing their own thing, their own, you know what I mean? They have their yeah. niche and, and you can listen to multiple ones and, you, you can know, find get, anything and you get, like. and get different things. Yep. Right. Yeah. There's, I've just seen a new one popping up, I think locally. Um, so you're right. It's like every week somebody has a podcast, but it never feels like, just like you said, like it's going to take away from us or them. Because there's so many different angles mm-hmm. to take, so many different topics to cover. Right. Um, it's just amazing. But it's nice to have an outlet, and it's nice to have a network of people. Um, and maybe we should consider start thinking, like, who we're going to connect with and, yeah. you know, how we can connect with those folks. Yeah, and I'm so, like, you know, um, this past week they had, um, was actually uh, International oh, Podcast yeah, Day week, on yeah. Sunday, yeah. and they had, like, a podcast event here, Pittsburgh PodCon, and I wanted, we weren't able to make it. Um but I'm, I'm wondering how that went. But it would be nice to have something, an event, like with some local yeah. podcasts. And, get everybody um, together and get think everybody through, together. Yeah, so connect. that's something we got to That's a great idea. Think about, yeah. Maybe yeah. in the summer. Do a black podcast event. Yeah. Oh, oh I like yeah. your thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like so if um, you're listening, you got a podcast, hit us up. Please goes down in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> that was our Monday professional work voice. It goes down in the DMs. <laughs> Um, so you got to tell them about our events. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, we're having our second event. It's actually this month coming up Saturday, October 20th. And, um, it's going to be at Sugar and Smoke, a new black owned restaurant in Bloomfield. Um, and it's a blackout day party. So we want you to come in your cute little, little black dress, dress. your black blazer, black shoes and come and hang out with us for some good food, um, some drinks. We're going to have some interactive stations, yep. prizes, games, all kind of stuff. So you don't want to miss it. Tickets are only $20. And the link is um, in our bio on our Instagram page. Also, you can search for it on Eventbrite or on Facebook. Um, type in um, the Noor Experience, Experience yep. uh, Blackout Day Party. Um, and also, we are um, doing a cross-promotion with yes. another young lady, 
um, Danielle, who runs a Posh Pittsburgh Instagram page, and she's actually having an event the same day, but it's later that night over at Young Brothers Bar. That's my cousin's spot, another black-owned business. Yes. Um, she's doing a maximum capacity party, so it's going to be a straight house party vibe. No sitting. Don't wear your heels. Come in <laughs> your comfortable clothes, your, especially your comfortable shoes, and get ready to dance all night long after you leave. Sweat your baby hairs out. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready to michael jackson on them yes put them extra bobby pins in the wigs because it's going down i'm so. super excited yeah so start out with us at um our uh, all black party um from 4 to 6 30 and then head over to youngers um I believe her event starts at nine nine or ten um yeah. and yeah so october 20th we got you covered anything you want to do on october 20th you got a full day, a full day of events. Can't say Pittsburgh don't got nothing popping. Yes. And shout out to my sis because I think it's super amazing that we can connect and do these kind of things and bring events that everyone can partake in. It's like, you know, um, it's amazing when you can connect with people and it's just a very genuine mm -hmm. um, attempt to try to create a fun experience for the people in the city. So hopefully more to come. But we appreciate you, sis. Um, yes. Thank so you get so your much, tickets. Daniel. Get your tickets for both for both events. Um, be there, party be square. Is only ten dollars too. Yep. And, so thirty dollars and you're straight. And you get a drink ticket with her with her ticket. If you and, buy both tickets. Yeah. So we hope to see you at um at our event. Tell so, them Bree sent you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender might give you a drink ticket if you tell them Bree sent you. <laughs> yeah. So we're super excited about that. And I'm excited that it's fall. Like, I feel like the weather isn't always compliant with the season, but I am super excited about fall. Yeah, I, I'm starting to like fall more. Like, you know, I'm summer is like my favorite season because, you know, that's my birthday. <laughs> I celebrate all summer long. <laughs> A 90-day birthday. Um, yeah, but fall is, is, is nice. Like, I like that it's cooling down a little bit. I don't mm -hmm. like being super hot or super cold. Yeah, nice medium So fall is like a nice, you know... It is cool at night. Mm -hmm. um, little snuggle buddy weather. <laughs> Bay day weather. Right. So um, what are some of your favorite things about fall? <sighs> fall to me just equates to family. Like it makes me think about one of my favorite holidays, which is Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And just being around my crazy family and my sister cooking and my mother doing all the delicious food. And, um, you know, just having everyone over my house to the point that they work my last nerve and it's time for them to go. <laughs> Um, the pumpkin patch, like I like to go to Sorgels, like that's a bit like one of my favorite things mm -hmm. to do. I still go, even my daughter's kind of completely over it. So I do normally find a little person to take so I can go to the pumpkin patch and do like a hayride without looking like the weirdo lady by herself. <laughs> um, but it's fun. And I also love this place. There's a place in Brunswick, Ohio. Everyone hates the drive, but it's only about an hour and 50 minutes. They have like this huge huge slide that goes from like the top of the property to the bottom mm. it's got to be like at least 80 feet it's i mean it's huge and um they have like a patch where you can go do eight apples and pumpkins and wine and fresh donuts and mm. it's just it's you really you awesome have fresh donuts girl you smell them <laughs> soon as you hit the gate like i feel like they pump it into the gate so you buy a ticket to come in mm. then they have a separate bakery and ice cream like all the fall seasonal flavors um so yeah so it's it's worth the drive like it's a nice little sunday trip so it could be for adults they have a barn where they sell like wine and things like that or more family friendly where they have the rides and apple cider mm -hmm. and stuff like that so um i want i, I want to say it's maple form maple side forms but it's in brunswick ohio 
But you know that, the fall layering with clothes and mm-hmm. boots and... Yes, I had my sexy thigh-high boots on all weekend. <laughs> bust them out, bust them out. <laughs> don't wait, don't wait. Fall drinks. Look, can I tell you, I just got my whole life with this apple cider milkshake at, um, what's the gas station called? The red one. Um, Sheets? Yes! Sheets. Oh. Sheets! This milkshake was one of the best milkshakes I ever had in my life. Oh, that's so Apple cider milkshake. Fire. Mm, I was like, one. took one little sip. And I was like, oh my God, this is... This was like, it was amazing. Really? It really, and then they lined the cup with caramel and stuff. It was delicious. You have to get, delicious. Did not expect that. Mm. So, that's what I'm excited I'm, I about. I make a good adult apple cider. I'm not surprised. I'm going to have to make, I'm going to have to make one. Make one. Next yeah, time I'm definitely not over. surprised. <laughs> this is the person who has like 75,000 bottles of liquor. Yeah, I have time. And then for my birthday, like, everybody bought me liquor, and I'm just like, oh Obviously. my God, I don't need another bottle of liquor. <laughs> you never have too much liquor. Yeah. So, um, what about yeah, you? I, I'm, for fall, I mean, yeah, I like, like I said, the cool nights. I'm looking forward to, you know, going out in my backyard and lighting up the fire pit, roasting yeah. some s'mores, some, uh, s'mores, <laughs> s'mores, <laughs> while you get your shmoney. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean for it to come out like that, roasting s'mores, um, and, um, you know, just sitting out back and, you know, drinking and having a good time mm-hmm. around the fire. Also, you know, that hot tub weather. I, I was out there yeah. on a Monday night. I was out there on Monday night. Like, the next morning, I was just done. I was like, no more partying <laughs> on a Monday night. Me and my best friend and my cousin was out there till like, midnight. It's easy to do. Um, you have a perfect backyard for that kind yeah, of thing. So, yeah, I like to entertain. So, it's like, you know, having friends come over. Um, another thing I love is, like, this fall TV. Like, I'm, yeah. I watch a lot of TV, like. I DVR everything. I don't watch any commercials. Mm. So it's like, because um, I've, you know, I have a pretty busy schedule. So it's like, I have to DVR everything so I don't to miss anything. Enjoy it. Yeah. And so on the days when I don't have anything to do, I am like relaxing in my bed, catching up on TV. Like, mm-hmm. How to Get Away with Murder is back. Like, I've been watching that since the beginning. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. I fell off. Um, Hell's Kitchen is back on. I love Gordon Ramsay. It's not so. Lay loves that show yes. too, don't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that show. She went show. to Hell's Kitchen um, restaurant when I went to oh, Vegas. Vegas. I went to yeah. his um, steakhouse. The Hell's Kitchen, I don't think, was, wasn't there yet. Um, and then I have um, in Greenleaf on mm, um, I Network. I watch Greenleaf. I watch yes. that. That's my mm-hmm. show. So I love all the fall TV. And there's two new shows that I want to tell you about real quickly. If you haven't been watching them yet, you still have time to get caught up. One of them is Manifest. It comes on mm-hmm. Monday nights. The second episode just came on this week. And this show is like, has me like on the edge of my, I'm going to say on the edge of my bed because I'll be in my <laughs> bed watching it. But it's like what pretty much happens at the beginning of the show, like you see all these people in the airport, they're coming back from vacation. And you know, there's times where the plane gets full and they'll say, hey, I will offer you $500 to stay back and take a later flight. So, you know, half of the people had to stay back. And, you know, it was even some families that got split up. So pretty much the people who stayed back, they got on the plane. And at some point you see them going through um, like real bad turbulence. And Mm -hmm. it only happens. It doesn't last long at all. Mm -hmm. But when they get off of the plane, it was ends up being five and a half years after the fact. Mm. But they didn't know. Like to them, they just were a few hours later than their family. And so people have, of course, presumed they were dead. They didn't know where the plane went. So now it's this whole show surrounding the fact that these people have came back after five and a half years. So crazy. Like, where were they at this whole time? And kind of showing how they have to fit back in with society and their family. You know, some people have have died since they've been gone. 
some spouses have moved on mm-hmm. since they've been gone. So it's a really, really, really good show. Um, I don't, I don't remember what channel comes on, but I know it comes on Monday nights. I might have to check um, it out. And then my other show, my another other new show is um, A Million Little Things. And mm-hmm. I think that comes on, on Thursday nights. So the next episode will be coming up soon. But so far, only one episode is happening. What it is, is four guys. And they're, you know, they're friends. And on the very first episode, the one friend who, you know, he has a family, he has a great business. They think he has everything going on. He ends up committing suicide. And he jumps off of this top, like his, his office building. And so that show is pretty much surrounded about, like, by them trying to figure out, like, why he committed suicide. Um, and then dealing with some issues in their own lives. And then towards the first end of the first episode, like, I was in shock. Some of the stuff that happened, I don't want to tell everything that happened. Mm-hmm. But just finding out the reason why he may have committed suicide. And um, so it's, I think that's going to be a good show as well. So And yeah. usually once I start with a show, I stick with it, even if it ends up being a little yeah, bit corny. But I think... This will be another good show. So, I, I love fall TV. I, I love that, you know, first of all, I think that it sounds like on that first one, the writers are dope. Like, that whole concept to me is intriguing. Just mm-hmm. hearing, like, how this period of time was just taken and nobody knows why. Right. You never think about that when you get on a plane. Like, you just want to get to your destination safely, but you never think about how in transit all these things happen. Mm-hmm. And the second one, like, I like that, not that it's ever easy, but I like that they're discussing suicide. Right. And, you know, allowing it to become more of a mainstream conversation that we should be more comfortable having versus shying away from. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it helps people to understand, like, what isn't glitter isn't always gold. Because I think we do, or not, especially with social media, we're super quick to assume everybody's life is just perfect right. and in order and everything is just going great. Mm-hmm. And why isn't our lives there, you know? Um, I think we've all had experiences with friends where it's like, you know, maybe he or she don't feel like they're married yet or they have children yet or it's like there's some piece of their life that's missing, you know. So it's nice to know that we're all human and going through things, um, right. you know, and hopefully that we can see those signs before it gets to that point to try to help save, you know, our friends and family from feeling like that's the only option they have. Right. And if, and definitely if you're feeling, you know, depressed or whatever, like seek help. Because uh, a lot of times in the black community, you know, we don't want to go to the therapist. Mm-hmm. We're, we, you're you know, crazy we, person yeah, you or we, or we, um, and not that this is a bad thing. We say, you know what, we're, we're on pray and, mm-hmm. but God put these people in places to have this knowledge to be able to help right. you here on earth as well. Right. So I don't think you should, you know, yes, you could still pray, but also go seek help Get from help. someone. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's, that's really important. And there's a lot of therapists here in Pittsburgh that are um here to help people um yeah there's a lot of and black therapists too i think that's the thing that i hear when i talk to um even employees you know you get to a certain point where you build relationships that they share things with you Mm -hmm. um because i think they feel like you're not going to be judgmental and i have had personally in last couple years three employees who've said like the reason they never considered you know grief therapy or any type of because they couldn't find someone who looked like them wow you know so i was super excited because you know within the network and people i've met along the way I've come across a lot of black therapists, yeah. you know, ones that I feel very comfortable recommending. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's one thing that I don't know that people know enough about. Like we have, I think two, maybe if, if I'm thinking of both two black owned practices. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they're, they're out here. There are professionals that are here and equipped. Um, so you're right. Yeah, definitely seek help. Don't be afraid to ask. You know? And all of it really is just having a conversation with someone. Yeah, you know? sometimes just getting it off your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And with yeah. a therapist, it's like somebody who can give you unbiased speaks. Because sometimes it's hard to talk to your family members or friends yeah. because there might be things you're going through that you don't want to share with them because you're afraid they may hold it against you yep. or something like that. So, you know, when you're reaching out to a therapist, it's like this person doesn't know you. They have no reason to be judgmental. Right, they're a neutral party. Right. So They don't know your background. They have no reason to take it personally or to think of you diff- differently. Such a good point. Mm-hmm. Such a good point. So go talk to somebody. Don't be afraid. If you need help and recommendations, please hit us on the DM. We'd be more than happy to um, connect you with some local therapists that mm-hmm. we've personally used or that we've trusted or we've heard wonderful things about or direct you in the right place for research. Um, because, you know, we are sisters keepers and brothers right. keepers. And we want to make sure everyone has what they need. Um, you know, this makes me think a little bit about, like, all the hot topics that are going on right now. And one of the things I think we talked about that I'm sure everyone has an opinion on is this whole Bill Cosby situation. Mm. I have yeah. so many thoughts. Where do I start? I A part of me is just, he's just so pitiful mm-hmm. at this ripe age of 81 that it's just kind of like, is there really any victory in sending this old man to jail? Yeah, that's how I kind of feel. Actually, this morning when I was driving to work, because I still have this rental car, so I don't have my satellite radio, so I had to mm. listen to um, Peasant local, radio. <laughs> local radio station. So I was listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show this morning, yeah. and they were talking about like how this is now, it's been a week, you know, since he's been in jail. He's legally blind. Yeah. Um, And suppose, like how they were talking about it was like, you know, if the first week hasn't been so bad, you know, he, he hasn't, he's not in general population, oh, I guess, good. as of yeah. yet. You know, he eats breakfast in his cell. The way they're talking about it was just, it was like, it was like a, a fairy, like a story, oh, like a fairy tale. Yeah. But, you know, then he has like someone who escorts him around because he's legally blind. Right. You know, to go to these different things. He's been able to talk to his wife on the phone. They were saying, you know, for a few minutes a day. Um, it's, to, for me, it's just sad. And I know that it's hard to not equate him with Heathcliff Huxable. I know that yeah, it is hard to separate. I know that the Cosby yeah. show was a fictional show, right, right. but for me, like that's pretty much all I knew him as. Yeah. You know, I really wasn't around. You know, when he was doing um, his comedic stuff and things yeah. like that. So, like growing up, like the Cosby Show, they were like the perfect family. So when I see him, I automatically think yeah. of Heathcliff Huxable. Like I just yeah. put putting pops and sweaters. <laughs> no, you're right. I think that's a lot of people. How especially our people because it was like. You can't tarnish the one thing we had. Mm -hmm. That was the one family you can count on to give you something. Right. Lessons on life. Lessons on it's okay to be excellent. Lessons on it's all right if you don't fit in. I mean, Mm -hmm. the Cosbys, the Huxtables, like, they gave you everything. Right. So it is. That's a really good point. And I'll just say this, too. Like, I don't think there's any excuse for his behavior. I think what's happening is unfortunate in the sense that, like, there's a lot of men that should be held accountable, Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate that an 81-year-old man is the poster child. You know, where are the rest of these men um, who are grabbing women by the... Kitty cats. Yes. Meows. So, you know, that for me is a problem. It's like nothing has changed, you know. It's easy for us to put someone in the front to be the poster child um, who fits the description of what we want people to believe a predator looks like mm-hmm. when the average predator looks nothing like him. 
Mm-hmm. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, men of all races and nationalities don't have predators amongst them because they do. Right. You know, but it's just I feel like he, in my opinion, was positioning himself to be successful and do um, a business deal that probably most people would never expect that he'd be capable of doing. And then coincidentally, I'm sure our conspiracy theorists would love this one. But, you know, and then all of a sudden now the case is put together and he's going in front of the jury and he's got enough from this one case and here you go, this man is now in jail. Right. You know, it's just, it's it's unfortunate. But I my hope is that the victims feel um, that they've gotten what, whatever they consider justice to be, you know, and that they can feel like they've been rightfully compensated both mentally and physically. Um, but it's just, it's just unfortunate. It's amazing how these kind of things divide people. Yeah. Yeah. So much division. It. Mm-hmm. it is. It's it a really is. trying time for, I think, women's rights in general. Like, you have this whole Kavanaugh situation, which is a whole hot mess. We'd need a whole other podcast to go over him and his uh, his uh, issues. But, you know, I think women's rights are at the, at the table right now. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our rights could potentially be taking, uh, taken. And, you know, things like Roe versus Wade, there's so much going on right now. It's so important that we are informing ourselves and getting behind the cause of women's rights. You know, just women in general. Right. Yeah, that was one thing. I definitely ha- I, I need to um, get more involved in, like, current events. Like, yeah. I really don't, I'm really um, not into it as much as I should be. And actually, I've seen this post on Facebook, and it says something like, oh, so you're not into politics, but your boss is, this person is, this person is, like, all these people around you are. So you don't, really don't have any other choice yeah. but to become knowledgeable so you know. You know, yeah. especially with voting, um, with the election coming yeah. up and things like that. So so crucial. Um, it's, it's really crucial to start becoming more knowledgeable and educating yourself. And I, myself, really, really have to do a better job of that and not just get yeah. my news off of Facebook. I know. It, you got to get informed. I mean, the thing is, is like there are so many voting campaigns. I think there's a campaign right now you can text to, text to register to vote. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you can't vote by text. Not yet. But, um, you know, you can text to register yourself. So, like, now's the time to get registered. We need to show up and show out. You know what I mean? It's like Jennifer, um, what's her name, said, um, she got on her and she said, Nikki and Cardi B, y'all can go ahead. We love both of y'all. But what I need y'all to do is get behind this campaign to help these women get to these polls and vote. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If y'all want to fight a fight, this is a fight y'all need to be fighting instead right. of, you know, throwing heels and ripping outfits. You know, there's bigger things going on. We about to not have rights. We about to not be able to do what we need to do as women um, because of, you know, the way the house is about to be set up and, and these seats that are about to be filled. So I just encourage everyone, even if you just take 10 minutes, you're already on your phone, you're already searching the internet, you're already, you know, the information is at your fingertips. You know, talk to someone in politics. There's a lot of local people, a lot of local mm-hmm. women and men who are into politics. You know, you can go to your local person's office. You got Jake Wheatley, you got... Um, what's the other guys? Ed, Ed Gainey. Ed Gainey. Um, you know, stop in their office, call. Yeah. They have a, a whole staff of people who I'm sure would be happy to take five or ten minutes to help you understand the importance of your vote. And so. I think it's so dope, like here in Pittsburgh, how like so many, there are so many young African Americans yes. who are starting to be involved in politics. Yeah. Um, you know, what we have two um, black female mayors here. Um, Praise Marita, Marita. Garrett, yep. Um, and Wilkinsburg and... Nicole Nesby yes. and Duquesne. Yes, yes. Um, and wasn't her summer? I can't remember. Summer, what, yeah. She, she got elected recently, too. Yeah, she got elected. And she was just named as, like, the Roots, like, 100 most influential Shut people. Shut up. I didn't her see that. Her and Leon Fort from Pittsburgh Shut were both up. on that list. That's so awesome. Yeah. 
So show up, that's... Pittsburgh. Show up. Yes. Pittsburgh's being put on the map. Listen, I will say the one thing that I'm excited about, if there's a positive that comes from all this, I was having a conversation on the bus with one of my neighbors, and she has two daughters who, I don't know them very well, but they went to private school. I normally see them coming home on the bus in their little uniforms, and, you know, as all mama bears, I keep an eye on them just, you know, as they didn't know who I was because I only knew their mom. But, you know, I mean, we made mom friends at the bus stop, and her daughter's now a sophomore. Now, I've been where I live for about 12 years now, but... Her daughter's a sophomore and she says something to me that just made me so proud because she said she's in her sophomore year and she's already had an internship with um, the Barack Obama and their organization that they mm. run. She's already had an opportunity to intern with some other folks um, in D.C. where she actually goes to wow. school. And her goal as a 10th, she's a, a sophomore, mind you, her goal is that she's going to be in the House of Representatives by the time she turns 20. Like, that is her goal. She wants to be writing policies and fighting for women and being an advocate for women and having a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. So I say that to say that's something I've been talking to my daughter a lot about is, like, you know, being a social worker is great. No, you know, those people do a lot of work. They help keep things afloat. But encourage your daughters and your sons to have a seat at that table. We can no longer continue to sit back and watch decisions being made. We need to have a seat at the table where the decision is being made. Mm -hmm. And I was so proud to hear her saying about how her daughter had literally broke up with her boyfriend and removed all these things from her life because she knew how diligent she had to be on her academics and her studies and her internships to get to where her goal was to be. And that is being in the house and writing policy. And so it just, you know, it literally gives me goosebumps as I think about that because the one thing that I think is coming from this is that, and someone said this as soon as Trump got elected, and I can't remember who my circle said this, but they said, people think that Trump being elected is always a bad thing. And it it has been terrible, but what it is doing is waking up people. People are waking up in a way they've never been before. Mm -hmm. We have campaigns we would have never experienced, elected officials who would have never considered office before. Right. So I just, you know, I say that to say, you know, there is definitely a lot of stuff going on that's not fair. And it's been exposing a lot of folks. Yes, yes. It is pulling the the capes off Mm -hmm. (laughs) and exposing you so we can see more than your eyes. You know, but if folks folks aren't, I hate to keep using the term woke. But folks are woke, and we know what's going on. And we're holding people accountable. We're showing up. We're showing out. And it's not just black people. It's Latinos. It's Latinas. Like, they're ti- people are tired of being unaccounted for, not given an opportunity, not being invited to the table. And so, you know, the time is now. And this is why things like podcasts are so dope, because we have an outlet and a forum. Mm-hmm. And this is why, you know, networking is so important, because we can connect and support people like Marita and Summer and all those people who are, you know, doing amazing things for the community. Right. But the time is now. The time is now. We have to get out there and we have to do something and um, be part of the change. Right. Girl, what other hot topics? I'm, I feel like there's so much. There's so much. There's so much. Can we these, talk about- these celebrities are so messy. Girl. So- <laughs> <laughs> I know some people that's messy too without checks. Without checks. Um, can we talk about Cat Williams? Oh, God. If you want to. So- <laughs> I'll keep you brief. I used to love Cat. Okay, I was that person that when he had his little show in Pittsburgh, I was there in my best little outfit. You know, you didn't go to the Cat No, because I'm not a big Cat Williams fan. I, I mean, I didn't love the perm, but I oh, mean. My, that's exactly what it is. You took the words right out of my mouth. Like, like no. I, I never. You didn't think Cat was funny? No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought he was, like, hilarious. And his little voice. Okay, you're not with me on this Y'all one. Y'all should see my face right now. <laughs> She's so not with me on this one. I 
was a big cat fan, man. His little pinky ring and his little pimp belts and stuff. I mean, the whole character for me was just hilarious. But Cat is... So, this is my take on Cat. So, for anyone who didn't, doesn't know and isn't keeping up with social media or who's sleeping under a rock or in a cave, maybe. Cat has gone in on Tiffany Haddish. I think he went in on Kevin Hart. And I think there was someone else he went in on as well. Can't remember who that was. But basically, Kat was just tearing Tiffany Haddish down, saying she's not worthy, she's not deserving. I mean, all the things that basically, he, he was, in a sense, hating on her. Or all the things that people really think, but aren't know, saying. Don't, don't have the platform to say. You know, like, and, I, and I'm not trying to hate on her, but I don't think she's funny either. She's not that hilarious. Um, she's not like pee your pants almost funny. Right. Like, I don't find her funny at all. But I don't think, I would also never, like, you know, go on a show or, well, besides this show. <laughs> You know, and, 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 you know, and kind of badger or bring down another, like a, a black woman. Like I just wouldn't exactly. do that. You know what I mean? Like, and she's just not my cup of tea. She might be someone else's. And right. I think that is, is great that, you know, cause I, I, and I don't really know her story, but I've heard bits and pieces of mm-hmm. it. I know she, you know, she had a heart upbringing yep. and, um, Foster care. you know, the, the fact that she has made it this far, I think is amazing. Yeah. And I applaud her for that. I just don't think she's funny. And it's like, I won't, it's not that I won't go see her, her movies. I'll go see Girl Strip 2 again, you know, stuff like that. But to me, yeah, she's me just, too. just isn't funny. She just isn't my cup of tea, but I would never like, you know, tear her down, tear her down because yeah. I think that what she's accomplished so far is amazing as a black, you know, as yeah, a black I, woman, as a woman, period. I, I've definitely heard that before, you know, that she's not funny and I agree. I don't think she's hilarious by any means. I only went to see her when she came because my friends wanted to go. So I was like, yeah, let's go, you know, and I feel like she was very humble but I agree. Like, when I think of a comedian, I think of, like, your Eddie Murphy's before he was, like, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. You know, I think of your, I mean, I would even borderline, don't kill me y'all for saying this, but Kevin Hart is kind of funny, but I don't think he's super hilarious I don't, either. I don't either. And when people, when I tell people that, like, they hate thinking, now, <laughs> who do you think is funny? You don't think Kevin is funny? You don't think Tiffany Addis funny? You don't think Kevin Hart's funny? I'm more like, I don't know. I just like organic funny, and I yeah. just think that, like, I don't, yeah, I don't think Kevin Hart is yeah. funny either. I mean, I think and I feel like Tiffany Haddish is the female version of Kevin Hart. Yeah, like, they're a little hardy hard funny, but they're not, like, I need to pee in my pants. Like, I need to be unsure if I, like, have wet myself by the end of the show. Like, that's the kind of laugh, like, I want right. to feel like I did some ab crunches right. kind of thing. And they don't do that for me. But it was unfortunate because I felt like, you know, much like a lot of situations, Kat just could not let her have her moment. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it take away from you to let her shine? Right. Nothing. Nothing. Why do we have this mentality in a lot of different pockets and situations where we can't all win? Right. Like, her eating is not in any way taking anything off his plate. Right. Cat will mm-hmm. still be able to do whatever it is he does with his coins. Now, there's been some accusations. We're not here for that. This is not Bossip or, you know, Trapop.com or nothing like that. (laughs) But, you know, it's just like that's so unfortunate that at the end of the day, she can't just shine and do well and he just embrace her for that. Right. And I feel like that happens a lot, you know, where people just cannot have a great moment. Like my favorite moment when I think about social media memes is you remember that one where Taraji was like, had her hands out when she won. Uh That's what I need us to get to the place of. Right. Have your sisters back. Right. Have your hands on your face up like you did that without saying you did that. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Like, the thing is, it's like, I don't understand what the point of it is. It's like, you can feel that way. You can not think she's funny. Um, but like you said, it's not 
affecting him right. in any kind of way. And sometimes, like, people don't know what to say, and they should just not say anything. Yes. But they feel Girl, like they have to say, say something. Right. They feel like they have to have an opinion on everything. Right. And, and everything doesn't call for your opinion. At all. Like, we don't Nobody care. Asked. We don't care. I think Kevin Hart, when he said, he responded on The Breakfast Club, and I, I think he did a, a good job, like, an eloquent job of explaining But he was like, listen, let me just keep it real. My opinion is, is that Cat is upset because the industry don't mess with him no more. He got on that stuff. He wasn't showing up for gigs. He wasn't doing what he's supposed to. So it's not personal. It's just that the industry don't mess with you no more. If the industry don't mess with you, you're not going to get, you're not going to get no gigs. You're not going to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, it's unfortunate. That he, and Tiffany was there with Kevin when they did it because they were doing, um, what's that movie? Night School. Yeah. I won't be going to see that. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> He was just saying, you know, like, it has nothing to do with her. This is a bigger issue with Kat. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just, it was just unfortunate because it just, like, it made me sad a little bit to think, like, you're going out and doing all these press tours and people are bringing you on now because of that. Right. They're bringing you on to bash her. Like, mm-hmm. don't do that. Not because of anything. Right. Not your own merit. Don't sell your soul for yeah. 15 minutes. Not worth it. In a new perm. Like, it's just not worth it. Then I heard something, I don't even really know what happened. Like, someone pulled a gun out, someone's husband pulled a gun out on him, on Cat On Cat. Yeah, but Girl, I can't remember the story. He always did some stuff. Then he, he got beat up by a little boy a few He got years beat ago. up. He's been, when it's got hot, caught robbing a house, I think, getting caught in the window. <laughs> and that's how he got caught. So he had a robbery charge. And then I heard he, like, adopted kids. I don't know what's going on with Kat. It's a very interesting situation. Yeah. Too much. It, it, I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I, yeah. I, he, let's pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us, Lord, pray for cats. <laughs> And his perms, and he will make a comeback yes. in Jesus' name. So Marquisha can go see him when he come back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I might I buy a ticket. Go, I ain't going. If it was on Groupon, if it was on Groupon, <laughs> I might buy a ticket. If they, if the Improv sent me an email for a free ticket, <laughs> I may go. But they, but then they Just still, they, they do still charge that service charge, so oh, I might not right. go. <laughs> Just give it to Beyonce. <laughs> Did you go to the comedy show to camp with Martin and Otto? No, I didn't either. I felt like I everybody didn't. in the city was there but, with us. And, you know, I heard a lot of bad things about Did it. Did you? Mm-hmm. When people were posting the next day, they said a lot of people didn't show up because there was, like, <gasps> tons of people on the roster. Yeah. I don't even know who all, but there was a lot of names on that roster, and they people were saying that a lot of people didn't show didn't up, show up. Oh. and that the people who did show up weren't that funny. So mm, I was pretty glad sense. that I wasn't there. Um, again, I like just being more, like, around, like, friends and family who are funny yeah, more so than comedians. Show. I feel like some of my family members are, like, should be stand-up comedians. Yeah. Like, I think they're hilarious. And that's yeah. where, like, you know, so, eh, I'm not a big, like, comedy yeah, show I didn't go either. person. I almost was tempted with the Groupon. I was like, mm. But then it kind of was out of sight, out of mind, and then I just didn't end up going. And my cousin was like, we should have went. I'm like, oh, maybe we should have. Maybe we shouldn't have. But I'm like, is Martin so funny? I, don't get me wrong. I am a Martin fan. I had the box collection, even though I, a few of them is missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still watch. show up with my DVDs. The, the, but yeah. yeah. I love Martin. Yeah, but so I don't know. I don't know. But I, I didn't. I didn't hear good things about it. But let us know how it went if you went. Tag us yes. in your posts. <laughs> Give us the real tea. Weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> it's never too late to do a review. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. I feel like you know there's some good stuff coming up though. Like I feel like Pittsburgh has been getting a little bit of the tours. Like I think isn't the um. Maxwell was just here yesterday. Girl, why was his ticket so high? I, I don't know. I mean, Pretty Wings is kind of old. Pretty. Wings. Listen, but all I want now is pretty's wings you down in the strip. <laughs> Pretty, we just gave you a shout out. Give me some free chicken. Free some, <laughs> some chicken with a little extra seasoning on the side. 
Yeah, I don't, yeah his tickets were, um, yeah. were expensive. I would have um, considered, but so they were just too high. I'm, I'm wondering how the show went. I think he has okay, a beautiful. Because he got some extra acts with him or something. A beautiful voice. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't paying for that ticket. Mm-mm, it just seems um, just a little high. And then what's her name was here, or they're coming. I think what is it? Um, what is going on with these old retired rappers trying to make comebacks? Um, Bobby Brown. Oh yeah, and um, BB- and, and BBD. And BBD. They're, yeah. they're coming. I think the day after Thanksgiving. Um, so that might be. Hmm. Did y'all? Oh, did you watch the Bobby Brown movie? Girl, I did. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. Did too. you? So did I. I thought it was great. Um, a couple people were like, I think it was better than a new, new edition movie. I'm like, uh, oh, I don't know. The, yeah, that new edition one, like, yeah, it set the bar so high because there were so many horrible bio bio biopics of them over um, the years. Yeah, no BT. Um, was that BT? Like, I'm just not like the Aaliyah one was was no, that was terrible. That was when was, Wendy Williams did that one. That I was, was so mad. Terrible. She did a terrible job. Um, but there Aaliyah were so many that. that were terrible. So when that when that new edition one came out, I'm like, this you're, was the yeah, best like, one yeah. I ever seen. But the Bobby Brown one was, I would say, it was almost just as good. Like I would agree, it was really good. I yeah. was shocked. Why well, did I never knew that him and Janet were I together? Didn't I don't think anybody really knew. And I actually read an article of someone who went to see that when it first premiered. And it was actually another scene that they left out. Like, well, you, if you watch this movie, you've seen how, you know, they had, they were pretty much like, well, mm-hmm. and I guess in her eyes, like kind of like sex buddies. Right. And he wanted a relationship. And there was some scene supposedly that was cut out when it aired of him kicking her out of a hotel room. But I naked. did read about that too. Janice people was probably like, no, sir. Exactly. The way our coins are set up and your coins are set up, you don't want these troubles. Right. And Bobby so, know he's struggling. Right. But, um, you know, a lot of people, they said they were upset. They felt like, you know, he portrayed um, Whitney in a bad light. But, I mean, yeah. from based on what, you know, I, I mean, you know, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But, and I've always loved Whitney Houston. Me like, too. I was devastated when she died. Devastated. And then when her daughter died, I was oh, devastated again. Yeah. Because just, like, they died in a similar way. Like, it was, the whole thing is just tragic. Tragic. And um, mm-hmm. I think just based on what we've heard since she's died, like you know, she wasn't necessarily the innocent party. No. So not it's at like all. you kind of, kind of take from both movies, you know, little pieces and kind of piece it together because I'm sure, you know, maybe maybe there was some things that he left out because yeah. I think at one time she said he was like abusive or he had hit her at one point and he said he never did it. So you just never know. But right. they both were in a space where they were, you know, on drugs and you they know, were I'm, toxic. Yeah. Toxic. They love. love, but you can really tell that they really loved they each did. other. And I hate those damn memes. I don't oh want to like goodness. them. The one that's like, if this is what love, <laughs> if crack, if taking smoking crack will get you love like that, right. <laughs> then send me the pipe. Like, I mean, but their yeah. love, it you was that tell. crazy dysfunctional, but deep down in your gut love that, you right. know, like, I always think of who, was that Living Color? Somebody does, it was a thing where they were like, I love you, buddy. Oh, <laughs> the little yeah, Whitney. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> But I agree. Yeah. It was a great. I enjoyed watching it. I couldn't wait for the second um, part two. I, know, yeah. I thought it was well done. Well, it I think was, Bobby and his yeah. wife produced that. Yeah, and then there was something that came out from Bobby's sister after the movie, Uh-oh. saying that his wife did not embrace the family like that. Like he lied and tried to make his wife seem out better than what she was. Oh, so I don't know how shady. true that is, you know. But um, mm. yeah, I thought it was a great movie, and I'm I glad to so see um, him doing him doing well. You know. Yes, yeah, glad to see he recovered. Did you see Nivea? Girl, we're going to be... Oh, my God, yes. What is up with that? I want to love her. Like, I want her to have some love. I might buy a CD just because if she puts something out. 
But, like, I feel like she has that same, like... The face. Nibby. We're talking yeah. about Nibby. I don't know if you heard what she said. But, yeah. That little small little tidbit that came yeah. out that people were sharing. I mean, it was very... I, I learned a lot about her. Right. Like, it was very insightful. Like, I had no idea of her situation. I mean, all you really knew is she had these babies by Little Wayne and In by the dream. dream. But you didn't really know her story. Mm-hmm. And I never knew she was a writer like that. And, you know... So, it was good to know her talents. But it's like, it definitely seems like she maybe had some rough times. Yeah. Maybe she's on the comeback. Maybe she's in rehab. I hope so. Because she got three or four babies to be worried about. But she she made some comments, though, that were a little, like, gave me some pause. I was like, oh, okay. And if she said, like, the the dads don't take care of the kids, and I'm thinking, like, does she mean mentally? Because I'm assuming they do financially. They would have to be. Or, I mean. Or, I mean, that's her choice, though. She don't have to request any financial support. But I would imagine... I don't know, girl. Don't let me get into their business. But I was just like, oh, she got that same, like, bobby face. Yeah, the face where, like, yeah, her teeth like, go to the side. Yeah, I don't know. It's like stroke, but maybe, like, drug abuse face. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it wasn't funny. I wasn't mean to be funny. Like, seriously. She has the bobby look. Yeah. So, we're going to pray for her, too. We're going to pray for her, too. Put it on a prayer list. Put it on a prayer list. Cat's on a prayer list. Cat. And Nivea. Nivea. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kat. Well, Kat again. We might need to add him twice. Yeah. Cat Post-perm. And then, and then his hair. Pre-perm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> perm Kat. <laughs> we gonna pray for him. Let us pray. Oh, Deaconess, can you say a few my words? goodness. <laughs> what else has been going on? Um, mm. Life. Yeah, just life. Life. Just busy. Yeah. <sighs> Car inspections. College selections. Work. Yeah, and then the holidays are coming up, so it's like... 90 days. I re- wow. I seen a little meme or something that says, like, Christmas is less than 90 days away. Wow. It's like, let me just enjoy... Let me get past Halloween. They always rush this, though. Yeah. Like, the Halloween stuff is out in September. Mm-hmm. At the end of October, it'll already be Christmas stuff. Like, there's no... Yeah. You don't get the pause and just enjoy things anymore. Halloween stuff is probably already mostly gone. Girl. Fall stuff is gone. Except for candy. That's the only thing exactly. you've had at this point. Candy. That discounted candy. I love going to the stores the day Me after too. Halloween. <laughs> getting that that's discounted. Not, that's not right. Candy jars be on. Getting that discounted Boom. candy. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. So I'm looking forward to, to fall. I don't know if I'm going to go out for Halloween or not. Um, I don't know. I think we we'll go to this Yelp event. Yelp has oh. a Halloween event every year. I think. Oh, I just um, RSVP for that. The Yay, Ghost Lady the there, Gallery yeah. thing. Yeah. I see though that they have to like kind of select you to yeah. go. But, yeah. Um, they said we should hear back in like two, three days or something. Yeah, I yeah. So I did. Days. I RCP for it Yay, today. Okay. Um, they have a looks like they're. I mean, it's only ten dollars. Yeah, and it's a gonna, donation, so right. it's a good cause. And I see they're gonna have tons of restaurants. Yeah, there free and, food, and, adult beverages, adult beverages. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, we're in there. So. Yeah, and like Flynn. Yes. Yay. So that's like I like doing that kind of stuff. Me too. Um, last year I was. I was mad because I was doing Uber kind of part. And I'm like, I should have been out Ubering because Halloween oh, is one of the killing. most busiest times to Uber. Like, if you're an Uber driver, make sure you're out driving on Halloween. And I told my boyfriend, because he was driving Uber, he took a little break from it. I'm like, make sure your car's ready to go for Halloween weekend because <laughs> like we need, yes, we need that money. <laughs> yeah, Halloween is a super busy time. Book that-ish. Um, for Uber. So, nice. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um... But, of course, most of all, I'm looking forward to our event. Yeah, Again, it's going to be great. It's going to be happening on Saturday, October yeah. 20th, a day party 
four to six thirty. Be all there, black. Be all black. Um, yeah, it's, it's bring a friend, grab a friend. Yes, you gentlemen, to buy your, a lady a ticket. Get your tickets beforehand. We're only selling thirty tickets. That's it's gonna it. be a super exclusive, intimate, intimate uh-huh, event. event. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna be in the VIP room at Sugar and Smoke. It's a beautiful space. Um, we have some really great things in store with our interactive stations and just the prizes and giveaways. And we're gonna do like a live talk session. So um, again, tickets are twenty dollars. Search it out on Eventbrite. Or the link is on our um, Facebook page, Facebook page, our Instagram page. Um, and the thing is, you just got to show up. Like when right. you pay your $20, you got your drink, you got your, your food, you got your snacks, mm-hmm. you got your entertainment. All you really got to do is pay your $20 and show yeah. up. And then after you leave us, of course, show go up home, for posh. go home, re- relax a little bit, turn rest it up outfit. for the maximum capacity party happening, happening at Youngers on the north side later yep. that night. Um, Four one two. Bring your comfortable TJ shoes. TJ the DJ. TJ the DJ will be in the building. Yep. Shout out to Danielle Edmond for putting on this event. So I'm super glad that we are, you know, working with her to do yeah, a cross promotion. Yeah. And I can't wait to go to the party. Um, so come out and support. Come out Stop and playing support. around. We better see y'all. Yes. Support <laughs> black women. Support black people. Support Pittsburgh. Support man. Pittsburgh. And we're going to two black-owned businesses, which is absolutely like it's a win-win-win. A win, there's, win, win. I mean, win, there's win. no lose in this situation, right? And Pittsburgh does know how to do day parties. Contrary to popular belief, we're gonna show them how to we're do a day show party. Is done. How to do it? Charlotte ain't got nothing on us. <laughs> that was in my um, Denzel voice. Yes, Denzel. Yeah, he was just day. here too. Denzel he was. was just here. Yeah, my daughter had the opportunity to meet him oh, and a whole bunch cool. of other kids. Yeah, she wasn't allowed to take pictures though. She did sneak a video, but it was real whack. I was like, you are completely fired. It's like the side of his face. I'm like, girl, yeah. where was you at? Third row back? So, yeah, shout yeah. out to Denzel shout for saving the August Denzel. Wilson home. $5 million, it said wow. he gave. That's girl, amazing. That is amazing. That's awesome. So, this little community, he he's like A-list. He and he came back and gave $5 million. The best of the best. His time and his money and his efforts and his name. Like, he lent it all to the August Wilson family. So, yeah. much respect to Denzel. We love you, Denzel. And August Wilson family for, you know, keeping it local and mm-hmm. not getting so big that they forget about his humble beginnings. That, yep, that's true. So, that's true. Well, Man, this was jam-packed. It was jam-packed with lots of, I, I loved it. It was just like yeah. a little a little tea session on everything that's going on. And, um, I feel like it's how we started, kind of. Yeah. Just sitting here going through topics. Just sitting here talking. We just miss girl chat. Our third partner. Yes, we miss you, Soleil. Yeah. Soleil will be back with us. Next um, recording. Next recording. And of course, you'll be at the event. So if you really want to see Soleil, you will be at the event. Right. Feel free to bring her flowers and candy. October 21st. Yes. October 20th. 20th. Ooh. 20th. October 20th. <laughs> Feel yes. free to send her edible arrangements. <laughs> She's receiving gifts. Yes. I and hot to. dates. Uh oh. Bree's not receiving hot dates. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. This, <laughs> just to just, clarify. Just, just, I think that's the end of the yeah, episode. That's, that's just time to say goodbye. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. Peace, y'all. Until next time. Good night. <laughs>